Welcome back to Will Run For. This is your host, Tom. And with me, as always, are Aaron. Hello. Michael. Hello. And Diana. Hey, hey. How we doing, gang? Not bad. (laughs) You know, we ran a half marathon on Saturday, and I think I killed my immune system because I've been (laughs) sick ever since. This is true. So that's what I get for running. (laughs) It was a really nice day out that day, too. It was. Beautiful. It really was. It was perfect weather for we'll you guys. We'll have to save that for the race, race report. Race report. Yeah, I wouldn't say it was perfect weather. <laughs> uh, well, it was yeah. a little chilly. Start, well, you yeah. ended up in a tank top. We can yeah. get there. Um, I don't know. We haven't really been doing much. We we didn't run all week. We didn't run your event. We crewed it, but um, yeah, we didn't run for eight days. And then we ran a couple miles. Yeah, a couple the times other day, this week. Yeah. And that's about it. So we're not. You guys not, actually took a break. Yeah. Yeah. We'll learn why. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're being very cryptic. Yeah. We don't want to spoil anybody. <laughs> no spoilers. Oh, goodness. We have yeah, big race I, reports. Yeah, I haven't run since Saturday. So. And it's so funny because I even made like an appointment at the fitness center and was like, nope, can't do that. Not happening. Um, not happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Diana. We ordered a bunch of Chinese food and then oh. she, she couldn't eat it. So oh, I've just man. been eating Chinese food since Sunday. Oh, oh my God. That's funny. Just, I'm not complaining. I love Chinese food. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Chinese is one of those things, too, that when you order, you order an overabundance of it because you yeah. want a little bit of like everything. You're like, I, I don't just want this noodle. I want like lo mein and fried rice and broccoli and chicken and this and that. <laughs> In this household, that's not exclusive to Chinese food. Well, <laughs> 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 well, I agree to a point, but I do feel like I overextend that on Chinese food. I think it's because yeah. I don't eat Chinese food often. No, neither do we. And we, when he ordered it, it sounded like a good idea because I was like, oh, I'll get something spicy and it'll like clear my congestion out. And then I took one bite and I was like, I, I can't eat this. I don't want it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's rough. That's oh, rough. It's it pretty bad. We had fried rice tonight. We did. It was like a Thai fried rice, though. Oh, sorry. Wrong, wrong, wrong Asian. country. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't look at the bag prior to throwing it in the pan. Do we have any new reviews? We do. We have a five star on Podcast Addict from Happy Runner Nineteen. Easily my favorite new running podcast. Feels like I'm running with friends when I listen to long runs. It's light and funny, and the hosts are somewhere be- between serious runners and being on the struggle bus, like most of us. Making this podcast relatable. Uh, Yes, we will get some struggle bus stories coming up soon. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. Remember, five miles for every five-star review or positive review on whatever podcatcher. Yes. Let me just just appeal to our audience. I want to run. I could run without a review or I could run with your review. But if you leave a five-star review with comment, I will dedicate five miles to you. Um, 
That is my gift to you. So please, please, please. I want to run. Please leave us a review. And thank you to everyone who has. Yes, I particularly enjoyed this review because they told us we were on the struggle bus. And I feel like we're always on the struggle bus. It was oddly good timing. (laughs) Um, Yes, it's true. Yeah. (laughs) Any review that says you're on the struggle bus is a good review to me. Yeah, I I was down with that. They get our essence. Yes. (laughs) Very very accurate. So what are we running for this week? Well, I mean, I guess what am I not running for? I don't... (laughs) I'm barely running. That's a good point. Um, I'm running for real recovery. (laughs) Actually recovering from something that I do. So, yeah, you know, we mentioned that we took the eight full days off this week. I'm not really running anything more than a few miles. I ran like a 5K today. I ran two miles the other day. Just keep it real light, simple, keep the legs loose after some time off and uh, figure out what we're going to do from there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm running for actual recovery. (laughs) Nice. Uh, And similarly, I am just running to return to form after the last week of not running after... After tearing Something, your body apart. And yeah, then <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll get into it later. Putting but it back together again. Yeah, so I, I need a little bit of, I need to get my body back into running shape again. Um, not that it wasn't in running shape, but it was just completely broken down. So these little short runs feel pretty good after taking a week off. So, you know, that's where I'm at. Returning to form. There you go. I love it. Well, I'm running for something more fun. Black Flag um, for their small batch this week, Black Flag Brewing in Columbia, Maryland. They released a cranberry ginger goza today. That sounds good. Um, Yeah, so I'm really excited to try that. So that's what I'm running for. Also, I never know how to pronounce goza. Is it goza? Is it goes? I always have a mini panic attack before I order it at a bar because I don't want to be judged for mispronouncing it, but I literally have no idea what is the correct pronunciation. yeah. Yeah, I thought it was goza too. Well, to round us out, I am running for Reese's Pumpkins. Not Reese's Apples? No. No, not Reese's Reese's Pumpkins. We did have Reese's Bats, but we ate them all. So then I went to the store and I could only get pumpkins. Oh my God, they are so good, the bats and pumpkins. Is is it more special because they're shaped like pumpkins? I don't know. Which one gives you more peanut butter is all I care about. I like the big Easter eggs. Yeah, the big Easter eggs are the best. I don't know. I, I would prefer a shape of a Reese over... Just a regular Reese cup any day. Mm. Like I feel like regular Reese cups are just fine, but yeah. like when it's a shape, it's a thousand times better. Well, because it's way more peanut butter. There's so much yeah. peanut butter. Yeah. Anyway, what do we got coming up, guys? Let's see. Well, we have the charity event where we. <laughs> so, like five minutes ago, we decided what we were gonna do for it, mm-hmm. and it keeps like. <sighs> I don't know. I don't really understand what happened. I had said that we were going to do like one mile for every $10 between the four of us. And somehow this has transformed into Michael and I are going to be the ones doing this um, thing over a three day weekend where we will run up to a 500 or 500, whoa, 100, whoa, 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 150 whoa, whoa, whoa. miles yeah. combined yeah. Uh, on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So it's, yeah. For every $10 you donate to us... Adds a mile to that. Adds a mile to that. 
up to 150 miles. Yeah. Do you and guys it, want to remind everybody what the charity event is? Yes. Yeah, so on November 14th, Cystic uh, be raising money for Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Uh, live stream will be over on the uh, ASA Podcasting YouTube channel. Uh, we'll be doing an hour in there. Uh, we'll have a link. Um, basically, it's set up like a, like a running team would be set up. Like if you do a walk or a walk team, essentially it's set up like that. So when you donate to, it'll be Aaron you'll be donating to uh, on our team. Yeah, it's directly through their website. Yeah, it's so directly through Cystic Fibrosis. It'll be under my like, name, yeah, but it'll yeah. be directly to their website. Yeah, like if you've ever done a walk for any charity, basically. Same basic principle. But um, so any of the money that goes through her the her team page, then that'll figure out how many miles yeah, we so run. So for every $10 donated to that page, Michael and I will run one mile up to 150 miles. And then after 150 miles, we'll, have to play, we'll it by ear. play something else by year. We'll, I mean, we, obviously we want the contributions to continue uh, after that. We have to be realistic. <laughs> I guess. Uh, so we will figure something out else out for the anything in excess, but up to 150 miles on a three-day weekend, apparently Mich- Michael and I will be running. It's like three marathons. Not a big it's deal. It's not a big deal. And mm. oh, so we, <laughs> we also signed up for two races, one of which was on the 14th. Oh my gosh. So we're not going to that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't. And the other one is on, uh, is like December 13th or something, uh, 50K. If you follow our stories, you already knew that because we signed up and then he got all excited. So he posted them. And then, like, an hour later. I think I was later, at work and I was like, he, wait. He was like, um, do you know what November 14th is? I'm like, the race that we just signed up for? He's like, no, no, it's the charity stream. I was like, oh, well, I guess I'm emailing the guy to tell him that we are not doing that race. <laughs> Yeah. Just kidding. Just to let them know. We didn't ask for money back or anything, but just to let them know that, yeah. you know, they have open spots. They yeah, because the know. as most races, they're limiting the number of spots that we didn't want to. Yeah. So we're doing them. the uh, since we're doing shorter races now, oh my God. we uh, we are doing the Naked Nick 50K in December, which I really Such loved. A short race. I loved <laughs> so short, when Di- we texted Diana and Tom, and Diana was like, "Didn't you say you were taking a break?" And I was like, "Well, we said no long distances," and Michael says a fifty k is not a long distance, <laughs> so apparently, this is what we're doing. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with us. It's okay. You can, you can, you can judge us. <laughs> I got so many questions. <laughs> but that, that's bring our upcoming. Bring them on, upcoming, Tom. Yeah, bring them on. That's our upcoming uh, stuff right now. <laughs> Very cool. Oh, gosh. So, guys, we got some race reports. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, we do. Two live races. Yep. And we will start in the order that they took place. So, we will start with your guys' race. Oh, boy. Yeah, ours is a lot less fun than yours. Let's yes, be honest. Yes, a lot less fun. Well, tell us about it. So, what? Last minute, our Baton Trail race got canceled. We got Aaron, if you remember last time, Aaron bugged the hell out of the race director for Tesla Hertz. Yeah. We got into Tesla Hertz, 50 miler up yeah. in Long Island. Who, uh, just quick shout out, Crazy Runner Michelle, who, if you listened oh, yeah. to this week's mm-hmm. Inside the Runner Studio, was on. She was she up the there 50K. doing the 50K. So we got to we see her and we had dinner with her mm-hmm. the night before. 
Just wanted to give her a shout out. Say yeah, hi. That is true. We met up with <laughs> Michelle and my friend Rob, who I podcast with on another show. So Yep. Um, but yeah, so we ended up getting Tesla Hertz, which actually kind of worked out perfectly because it's like identical trails, uh, style trail to the Petona race. Mm-hmm. Like just it's sandy, pinelands. Pine yeah. yeah. There's one hill like on... Except there you would go over it five times, whereas the Batona Trail you would go over it once because it's a point-to-point. But regardless, uh, it was a 10-mile loop. So we drove up to Long Island and we were like, okay, felt pretty decent about it. Uh, We had like kind of a time goal of like 10 and a half hours because after we did, you know, we kind of got the lay of the land. We knew, you know, wasn't any hills or anything and, uh, you know. We were off. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, gosh. Uh, so our plan was in the first loop, because he said it was a five-loop five, race. Five loop race. Yeah. So our plan, the first 10 miles, was to get the, like he said, the lay of the land, kind of yeah. see, you know, what the trail was like, since we were going to have to do four more. We weren't going to go out super fast. Mm-hmm. We were going to do, try and stay, you know, around 1130 or higher, just so that we weren't killing ourselves but we weren't you know um super slow so that was and then after i guess it was supposed to be like five miles we were gonna go sub 12 not much faster than just a below sub 12 and then if we felt good we were gonna go into the low 11s to like on the second mid 11s um get a little faster um once you warm up into uh the end of that loop. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we did that. There was an aid station at mile five. So it was like a loop. And at mile five, halfway through it, there was, there was an a aid little station. out and back to an aid station. So it was like perfect Adam. because you had your two aid stations, basically the one at the start and finish and the one five miles in. So we weren't even wearing vests. Mm-mm. We were going to just carry water because we were going to have aid so often. Um, so we made it through the first loop. You know, I always say that it takes me like two or three miles to warm up and feel like in a rhythm. And I, I can say that I never felt like I was in a rhythm. I never felt bad. I just never felt good. Yeah. I didn't feel good because all week I had done something to my lower back at work during the week. Not like an injury, but like, you know, where it was really, really, really tight all week. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Not like I had pulled a muscle or something like that, mm. but that I had done stuff in a way where my lower back was pretty much tight all week. Yeah. So like I like the first like I was fine with being tight for 10 miles. I was like, yeah, whatever. We'll get in the teens. We'll be fine. We'll kind of coast, you know, I'll loosen up. But like yeah, uh, I mean, it wasn't really happening. Yeah, I just I never in that whole 10 miles. I just never got into a rhythm. It didn't. Yeah. It, but I never felt bad. I just no. didn't feel good like i don't know if that makes any sense um so we went into the to the start finish where you know the little chairs set up and they had an aid station and we had our stuff set up there so we had like a personal aid station and then it was an aid station essentially so i went um to the bathroom real quick i went to the porta potty um he filled our bottles with some more tailwind and other fuel stuff and we, we were off we went on to the next loop uh, we actually came out of that pretty quick. Like yeah. we were only there for minutes. maybe a minute yeah. or I'm sorry, two and a half two minutes. Two, three minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we kind of went in and out of that pretty quickly. And I'd say around 
right before we went into the other aid station, I knew that I wasn't ever, I never, I still never felt like I got into rhythm and I was a little starting to get, feel a little nervous. We came out of the next aid station. It was like mile 15 and we were running slow. We had done yeah. almost a 12 minute mile, if not just above no, like a 12, 12 minute 20. mile. Yeah, and but I, it I, felt like it was way well, harder I, than that. I noticed him glance at his watch because I knew, and I knew where we were. And I, so I knew he noticed we were going slow. So he picked up pace. And when he picked up the pace, immediately I knew I was in trouble because he only picked it up to like an 11.05 the next mile. And I felt every second of that 11.05. And I knew there was no way. So between like 15 and 18, it just started like kind of unraveling. Yeah. Everything for me, everything started getting like instead of loosening up, my back got tighter. (laughs) Oh, God. And and then like my glutes were tight, like because of where it was on my lower back, my glutes were tightening up. My hamstrings were tightening up and my hip was getting super tight. And starting to shoot pains down it. Yeah. Um, so I was like, oh, this kind of sucks. So. Yeah, I knew at mile 16 I was in trouble uh, because we still had so many more miles to go. And the plan was always run the 11s through mile 30. And I knew that when I couldn't get to that 11.05 without feeling like I was struggling a lot. That there was yeah. no way I was making it to mile 30 anywhere near that pace. Well, we got to about what, like 18 and then walked in, hiked in. <sighs> and then we took the, because on the second loop, we we stopped at our little aid station we had set up in the aid station there and all. But we sat down for like five minutes and yeah. like stretched and ate and made sure we drank a lot because it was relatively warm. It was in the 70s. Um, I was considering DNFing right there. Yeah. So like we were stretch, like I stretched, I tried to stretch out my back and hamstrings and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then I think we were there maybe 10 minutes. Yeah, We, we were, really took our time because yeah, we, were there we wanted while. to fully reset. So, yeah. so we took off again. Um, first mile or so was not great, but it wasn't terrible. He took off a little bit faster. And I even said to him, if you're feeling good, cause I knew I was feeling like junk. I said to him at that point, if you're feeling good, you should, you should go because I don't think I can keep up with anything significant yeah. at this point. So go do what you got to do. You know, we'll separate at this point. So he did try to go push up a bit. <laughs> um, and I would, I ran walks a bit, like I trotted and then I'd walk and then I trot. And eventually he stopped. I just kind of hit a wall. Yeah. I caught up to him doing the, Everything, the run walk. Yeah. What happened was basically for me that my hip got way worse. Oh, wow. And it was like just like somebody was stabbing a knife in it the whole time. Um, because probably because my back had gotten so tight. So then I'm like, oh, this sucks. This is bad. So we we grinded our way to the aid station. I mean, I honestly at that point at, at mile, I'd say that we my by mile 22, I knew that there was no way this was happening. In my head, I had already decided that there, like yeah. I knew. Well, going into the second aid or the, the halfway point aid station on the. No, I knew I was done. You were the one. who. Oh, who, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I knew I was done at mile 22, 23. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he was still like I could tell he was still like in his mind. Not sure. Um, and it, for him, he had specific things that were going on. I just knew my body felt 
terrible. Like it wasn't something specific at that point, other than I couldn't lift my legs enough to make them move at any significant speed. I was worried about my hip because of the pain I was getting. But I was like, all right, let's just power hike this. So we got to the aid station. We took a break. We ate uh, probably there like five minutes and we took off. And I'm like, all right. So we power hiked pretty good out of there for like a mile. And I'm like, oh, well, if we can do this, we'll just finish it out. We'll just hike it out. And then like. I never said that. <laughs> uh, well, I did. <laughs> I stupidly thought that. But then we, we didn't even make it to mile, whatever it was, twenty six or seven something like that so your legs were just lead like they all of a sudden were it doing just, nothing you, for you yeah mine were just and and then there was so much walking that my my knee started hurting my hip started hurting i mean all those things eventually my calves started going my hamstrings started going there was nothing on my from like my lower part of my body that was functioning at any in any way shape or form and i just there was i knew that there was no point I, I mean, sure. Could we have walked and done a 14-hour, 50-miler? Maybe. And after looking at, at, you know, what some of the people – because this one has a very long time limit because it has a 100-miler with it. So you have just as much time as the 100-milers do to do 50 miles. So people, like, will you go in, it, yeah. into this race knowing that they can just hike it because they have 14, 15, 16 hours to do it. I just – There'd be no way. Yeah. There'd be no way. <laughs> That's a lot. For me. Time. Well, so then we're calculating because we're already at seven and a So that was the thing. He he was still in his head like, maybe I could do this. And I was like, just you, if once you go out for that fourth loop. Oh, yeah. If I was going to four, yes. I was going five. Once so you're out there for yeah. that fourth loop, then you're pretty much like, yeah, yeah. at this point, we could just you're DNF committed. and be done with it. Yeah. But if you go out for that fourth loop and you finish that fourth loop, you might as well go out for that that fifth one and well, finish the race. To explain so, how bad it got, like the first loop was like in one fifty six, hour fifty six. The second loop was like in two hours fifteen minutes with stops and all. The third loop was like three and a half hours. Was I, oh wow yeah it was, was like it, three I, almost three forty. The first the second one really two fifteen two fifteen ish. Okay. But you got to figure we stopped for ten minutes at the thing. It, no, I thought it was so longer than that. To listen to you guys like talk about all right. If I've gone this far, what's another ten miles? <laughs> like, like ten miles to me. Like, I don't even think I trained up to ten miles to do this half marathon we just did. Like, yeah. that's how infrequently I run ten miles. Yeah. Well, so I don't know. At this point, I I mean, I always knew at mile like 26, he was still working it out in his head. And I was like, I'm not trying to tell you not to go like, but I just want you to know that if you do do go, how long this is going to take you. So we're calculating. I'm like, at this point, we're going to finish at like seven and a half to eight hours. If you go out for another loop, you're talking about being out here for 14 hours. And he was like, hmm. <laughs> and then we had to drive home the next day and, you know, like leave in the morning. And so there's other things to consider. But for me, the big issue was once we – there's the one hill on the course. It's only like 80 feet high, but it's like straight up and straight down. And it's like straight loose. Straight up and But it's like loose down. ground and stuff. So, like, I had to sit down at the top of it and my hip was so bad. Like, anytime somebody passed, we stepped off and I just sat down and let them pass. Um, and the one time the guy's like, oh, my God, are you OK? I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I just I have, I have a hip <laughs> issue. I can't like it, I'm not like dehydrated or anything like I was, hydration was good. It was eating fine. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in the end, uh, um, in in our long, 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 
long walk. Um, realistically, what what happened is that we took zero recovery yeah. from rocking the knob. Yep. We did rocking the knob, uh, sixty seven hundred feet of elevation. Uh, it's a mountain goat marathon. And then and we live we in the flattest area yes. possible. <laughs> hardest thing we we stated right here that it was the hardest thing that either of us have ever done. And then the next week we walk ran fifty miles 50 instead miles, of recovering yeah. because we were in our heads still trying to train for this fifty mile. Or so in our heads that was a training run, and we didn't take it as seriously as it should have been, and we should have fully recovered from it and taken some downtime yeah, and not try to continue pushing two weeks worth of 50 yeah. and 45 mile weeks immediately following it. And then thought that four days of taper were going to somehow work. <laughs> it's, fun. it's funny how that was a lot on your body. <laughs> I can't <laughs> right? believe you would have thought, like, I don't understand why that wasn't okay. <laughs> so, so here's my question. So you guys did not finish. No, no, no. we got, we did a uh, yeah. basically 50 K and then we yeah. had to, we had to call it. Yeah. I, yeah. I physically could not have gone further. I was in a lot of pain yeah. at that point. I think you thought you could, but yeah, I once mean, it got super, like at the end of that loop where we weren't moving as fast and everything got really, really tight. That yeah. I was like, I can't. I'm in a lot of pain. All right, Tom, what do you want to ask? So, had either of you ever had a DNF before? Yeah, I have. Well, because I, I got sick at Batona last year and had to. Okay. Yeah. No, that was my that was my first one, and um, I was okay with it. Like uh, I know that yeah. some people, um, you know, don't like it but i i i to me the bigger life lessons come out of those dnfs the things that you learn from not finishing are more valuable than things that you know that you that you learn while you do it i mean you learn a lot for it i mean i've had a very successful run <laughs> of runs um and races i mean obviously the 55 miler went really well for me last year um and 2020 has been kind of hard on my running between injury and this dnf and just never feeling like i've fully gotten back to the form that i was in in 2019 but um i don't know i think that you learn a lot from the struggle and mm -hmm. so I'm I'm perfectly okay that we didn't finish and that yeah. I said no. <laughs> like for me, my the other DNF, the Batona one, like that wasn't that was just I got sick. There was like nothing I could do. I had like a hundred and two degree fever and walked thirty-four miles. So like but this one I actually learned something from like and here the stupid thing with this one is so I did literally did the same thing with my first fifty mile race. I ran the Big Sur Marathon two weeks before it and ran it as hard as I possibly could. <laughs> Because he was going to try and PR Big Sur. <laughs> and completely trashed my legs and then tried to run the 50 mile or two weeks later. I mean. <laughs> You're nothing if not consistent. So I did finish that first one. Um, but obviously this race was the rock and the knob is way harder than Big Sur. One's a road race. One, yeah, obviously like three times as much climbing and everything else. But yeah, yeah. No, we learned a hard, hard lesson that we basically DNF this three weeks before even getting there. Yeah. I mean, essentially. I agree it with that. It was nothing we did that day. It was everything we did leading up to that day that caused it. Yeah. 
Well, it was a valiant effort. Yeah, happens. And I feel like we were, I was way more sore than I have been after a race. Oh, God, and yeah. I mean, yeah. I was more sore after, like, the next day when I got up, I had trouble getting out of the yeah. bed versus rocking the knob. I had, with all that elevation, because while my legs were sore and tore up, they didn't feel... Like no, we this, like yeah. this was like that first marathon feeling where like you can, you're waddling and you're barely yep. walking. Yeah. That was this feeling again, which, you know, I had after my second marathon probably too. And I even think my, after my third yeah, yeah, marathon, sure. yeah. yeah. but once you get to like these longer distances, you feel sore or fatigued, but you don't feel like that waddle feeling. This mm -hmm. was back to that full, yeah. like, like legit for like, like two or three days. I don't yeah. want to go to the bathroom because I don't want to have to sit on the toilet. <laughs> Well, I mean, you guys saw how I was after the 30-some miles in the summer. Oh, yeah. You were just, like, bouncing around, yeah, basically. Like like, spring chicken. This was, like, yeah. this 30 miles wiped me out. Yeah. Like, and it was 20 degrees cooler, and yeah. but my body was just trashed from the, the training. Yeah. Like, I, we didn't take rest. So, like, yeah, lesson learned. But yeah. we did have fun the next weekend. We did. So oh. it also gave us the opportunity to rest. We came and visited you. And what did we do, Tom? Uh, we ran the lakes. Yes. Well, I didn't run the lakes. You ran so, the lakes. <laughs> yeah. So basically, our race was a bit of a choose-your-own-adventure. Um, it's something that I'd, I'd wanted to do here in our hometown Um my hometown of Columbia, Maryland, for a while. Which has um, amazing running trails, by the way. Oh, yeah, it's the best. We We're are so, so jealous. jealous. So jealous, by the way. <laughs> yeah. So basically, you guys are like, why don't you run more? It's oh, yeah. so nice. I just, we were like, oh my God, this you is amazing. Run everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I think I was shocked when we came to crew for you. I was like, there's no sidewalks anywhere. And <laughs> yeah, that's all why we, we have. thought it was weird. We were like, wait, there aren't like trails for you guys? Yeah. Like, why aren't you on? Yeah. Oh, you know, we were, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> we couldn't, the night and day difference. We were like, if this was around us, we would be running around here all the time. Like, you don't have to worry about death every single time you step on no. out there. No. It is super hilly, though. It's really, yeah. really hilly. A lot of rolling yeah. hills. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, um, we did, we called it Run the Lakes, and it's, um, it's a, it's a half marathon distance. I mean, you can stretch it out as long as you want, mm -hmm. but it was point to point. I used uh, the map, my run app to map it. Um, and it just basically took us uh, across Columbia around four of the lakes um, for a half marathon distance. And it was really cool uh, mapping that out. And then I would actually go out and run parts of it because at some points I didn't know how the trails connected. So I wanted to make sure that, you know, if we're going to do this, I'm not taking us down paths <laughs> that we don't need to go. Um, so that was kind of fun to just be able to map something out like that. Yeah. And some of them are like weird where it's a trail, but then it'll go off trail for a little bit and just be like a random residential neighborhood. Oh, and you okay. have to kind of follow the sides to figure yeah. out like where the trails, like the trail starts again. Yeah. And then, um, you know, plotting out aid stations, um, that was, I mean, I'll say fun. I mean, it was just kind of cool to kind of like plot your own course, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we had folks um, that showed up and ran it with us. Um, we had, I think, what was it, six or seven people start with us. Um, 
went out really quick, actually. Quick is relative based on the, the speed that you guys run, but like we went out pretty fast, or I feel like I went out pretty fast. Well, you got to, so we, we were trying to like follow you around. And even though you had given us a couple like specific quote unquote aid station spots, we knew that we could probably find you other locations. So I, I, we staged a car for someone else while you guys started and I had timed it in my head or with calculator from the time you started, I was like, Oh, okay. We, if we get to mile three and a half ish, we should be fine. And then we had literally just gotten just there. Just got there when you and came. And you yeah. guys came because so I knew you guys were running faster than what you were saying you were supposed to. <laughs> yeah, this is this is Tom's mo for like every <laughs> single race. He was running like they were almost twelve minute miles, yeah. and he took off, you know, like a bullet. And he's kind of running faster with our friend Chris, and the girls are kind of lingering behind, and we've seen it before. So we were all whispering. We were like, Tom's going oh, way man. too fast. <laughs> because what happens is he goes way too fast, and then he dies, and then he's miserable oh, for his last, like, four miles. Where it takes me a long time to, for even my body to feel right. So even if I wanted to run faster at the beginning of the race, yeah. like, I really can't. Like, I never feel good, especially if I'm running a longer distance until, like, mile three. Yeah. And then after yeah. mile three, I felt great. Like, I felt fantastic, but the those first three until we met you guys, yeah. I felt like garbage, and I couldn't believe how fast he was running. Well, and so I calculated it yeah, on, like, sorry. No, I was going to say, you can't even tell Tommy's running too fast because no. then he gets all mad about it. <laughs> so, like, like even our friend Nicole, she turns to me, she's like, we can't say anything, can we? And I was like, oh no, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> so I calculated you guys doing, I even went to 13 thinking if he runs a little faster then. So I, I thought we had a, like a three to three and a half minute cushion from the time we got there. And we parked, we walked up. And all of a sudden we looked and we're like, oh, here they come. <laughs> they were like, oh, they're right there. So there was no cushion. Oh, we had uh, Olan with us. Yes. Yes. Our cheer crew at that point was Lisa because Lisa ran part of the end and Olan was with us. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So we saw you three and a half. You were running too fast. And then what happened, Tom? Yeah. And it was really cold. Oh, it was chilly to start the morning, actually. It was 37 degrees when we started. So yeah. we were all panicking the night before because none of us have ran in the cold yet. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone was texting like, well, what are you wearing? What's going on? Like, do we bring our, like bring out our cold gear? I haven't run in cold gear yet this year. What do we do? Um so we were all kind of freaked out about that. And then I, as usual, panicked and dressed too warm, which is my MO in most races. I walked out the door without my water or oh, any kind right. of or gels. Or yeah. gels. <laughs> yes. It's a good thing that you had a mobile aid station. <laughs> yes. Those, those gummies really helped. So thank you. Really appreciate that. It was just fun to do. It was just fun to, you know, create something and, you know, have people cheer you on along the way. Our friend Donna um, made us shirts. She yeah. made us custom shirts, which is amazing. She's incredible. And she dropped them off the night before. Mm -hmm. um, so we had matching outfits, which mm -hmm. was Pretty cool. Oh yeah, that was that was fun. We got lots of compliments on yeah. that. And um Yeah, Diana and I both wore our sparkle athletic skirts. 
And then I showed up in a stitch onesie, which embarrassed the heck out of Michael because that's my job in life. It's okay. True. Lisa was also in a onesie. So. Oh, yeah, she was. Yeah, yeah. Lisa yeah. was in an unironic onesie because she kind of lives in onesies. <laughs> okay. Well, mine was a, a cheer stop, a character stop as a stitch. So, so yeah, um, I mean, overall, the, I feel like the run went really well. Um, I didn't really feel bad until kind of the end. And then, you know, we started walking um, a little bit within the last two miles with two miles to go. And I feel like, you know, whenever we would try to trot during that, I felt better. Like the walking actually felt worse, mm-hmm. um, which I guess happens, but. I don't know. It, I think it turned out really well. Um, I had a, a, a ton of people kind of following us on, you know, Instagram and, and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And yes. And if you did cool. somehow miss it, I put the stories in our um, highlight, re- our, the highlights. So you can, if you missed it, hit up their Instagram, go follow on, like go to our actual page and under the highlights, there is run the lakes and you can watch all the stories from the day that we posted. Yeah, it was it was a really great group. So um, Chris, Tom and I ran the whole 13.1. I was really proud of myself because in my head, I honestly was like, I'm going to do 10. And then I'm gonna <laughs> That's what I, I thought going in. But I felt actually really good. Um, and like Tom said, near the end. He was kind of in walk mode and I was like, we have to run because my body hurts worse before if we're walking. Like I was like, I need to actually like keep moving. Um, I know Nicole, she ran what the first 10 K yep. and she yep. dropped out. Nikki did, I think two and a half. So she just kind of looped around. Kate did, I think about seven. Yeah. I think it was about seven. And Kate did about seven. And then Lisa, she jumped on, um, kind of when Kate jumped off or when yep. I guess Nicole jumped off. And so she did the last 10 K. Yeah, she did. Yeah, a 10K. She, did, she said she yeah. did a 10 K. Yeah. So that was awesome. Um, that we had kind of people kind of coming and going and it just, it just brought us, you know, new things to talk about and would kind of keep our speed up as well. Cause we were like, Oh, people uh, yeah. with fresh legs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was good as well. And it was really cool that Olan actually came up and cheered. Yep. yep. She's in Northern Virginia. And we were like, I cannot believe she is coming up here to hang out with strangers all day and include, like crew this incredibly slow half marathon in the middle of like a random down. That's that's very very true. We also, and this was really cool, um, we were coming around the third lake, which Probably means nothing to the folks that would listen to this, but um, one of my friends from uh, high school, his name's Kapil. He's a he's a pretty awesome runner. We saw him sprinting at us coming the other direction, and he just shouted my name and kept going. Um, <laughs> and I had not seen him in person for well since you know since everything started, so about six months, and that was just good for the soul. That really made mm-hmm. me feel good when I saw him. <laughs> yeah. 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 We saw him at Wild Lake. So the three lakes, it was Lake Elkhorn. Then it was Lake Kittimacwaddy, right? Kittimacwaddy. Kittimacwaddy. Oh, yeah. Kittimacwaddy is the city in Peach Dragon, I think. Uh, uh, Passamacwaddy. No, it's Passamacwaddy. Oh, yeah. I had no idea how to say, <laughs> say that lake. I kept seeing it over and over. I'm like, I don't know. It's, just, it's the Lake it's K. That one, 
that one we just call the Columbia Lakefront. Yep. Um, Wild Lake, and then it ended at Centennial Lake. Um, and yeah. then we met you at like mile three and a half. I think we went to uh, Whole Foods yeah, and for breakfast, met you yeah. at like, what would that be? Like mile six-ish. Six-ish. Because that was right where, around yeah. where Nicole dropped off from you guys, right? Or yep. she, yeah. And then we saw you again at mile seven, eight, seven and eight. And then again at mile like 10, mm-hmm. <laughs> we saw you mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah. And yeah. then yeah. the finish line. Yeah, it was so funny. We could tell whenever we ran into you guys, we were like, oh, that was like a 17 minute mile because we stopped and chatted. <laughs> yeah, that, that's true. We didn't make it take Sorry. longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was good because it was a nice little break and it was nice having you guys because then we could drop stuff off or yeah. refill yeah. things. Yeah. I, like like I said, wore my cold gear. So I was super hot. So I had to take my, you know, take my top off. So I yeah. ended up running in my tank top, which was a little too cold, but I'd rather be a little too cold than like sweating. Too yes. Much. Agreed. Agree. Agreed. So my skin was like cold to the touch. Yeah. <laughs> and so I wasn't quite comfortable, but I guess it was better than being cold and wet and sweating. This is true. <laughs> and Tom, what was waiting for you at the finish line? So we finished in Centennial Park and when we came around the corner, um, it was pretty hard to miss, but Aaron had this pink flamingo costume <laughs> it was an inflatable costume where it looked like she was riding a giant pink flamingo and that that was our finish line yeah so, so we ran to the finish and we really we should have s- had a tape we should yeah. have i thought about it way too late that's all right you you did come through with our bibs you made us uh commemorative bibs um so i think you did enough you had you had all of the you know all of the goodies and you had beer at the finish line which is never awesome. a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, all in all, I think it it was awesome. It 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 went as good as it could have gone. Um, I w- you know obviously I like a lot of people around, so wish more people would have been able to come out. But there's well, there always next of, year. There were a lot of people out on the trail because yeah. this is this the weekend that the Baltimore Running Festival was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. So there were a ton of runners out just doing their virtual Baltimore Running Festival. Yeah. So we passed groups and they were like, running festival. And we're like, kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. uh, funny. <laughs> We did. We did get some looks like like Diana said, there was a lot of people running and some of the folks that were coming towards us would like read our shirts uh, and be like, and, and you could see them like kind of chuckle because they were like, that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, just I, I was got also wearing a sparkle I got skirt, a so. lot of looks, too, because I was wearing a stitch onesie and then I was a giant flamingo. The giant flamingo got more looks than yeah, the stitch onesie, that's though. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Michael and thoroughly enjoyed when I inflated the flamingo and there were people staring at me. We were there for a while with the flamingo before you guys got there. Oh, yeah. We we slowed down a lot at the end. Yeah. And then we did an unnecessary out and back. So, so I definitely think we're going to make this an annual event. Oh, give the people what they want. Give the people what they want. Yeah, we'll make this an annual event. And I guess the last thing I'll say about this uh, Run the Lakes Challenge is it was really inspired by our running coach from charm city run. Her name's Megan and she's awesome. And so she, um, the same day, um, was holding an unofficial marathon, half marathon 
for runners that were not able to do the Baltimore Running Festival in person. So she had kind of plotted out a similar course. Hers was a, a big loop and mine was a point to point. So um, shout out to Megan for the inspiration. But anybody who wants to join, we'll do it again next year. Well, we hope that everyone from the community joins us next time. Speaking of the community. Hi, guys. This is Megan coming in from Jacksonville, Florida. And this week, I will be running for bacon and all of the pumpkin things. Now, here's what's going on in the Will Run for podcast community. Yes. So the community segment inside the runner studio, we still got that going on. We mentioned it earlier. We had Michelle, crazy runner Michelle on this past week. We have another one coming up the week after this episode drops with Jamie, and then we'll be looking to record some more. So uh, if you would like to be a part of that, please send us a message on Facebook or Instagram uh, or email us at willrunforpodcast at gmail.com. All right. So (laughs) jumping into the community news, um, we had tons of love and support during the races that we did. Uh, Lots of feedback uh, from you guys, lots of uh, comments, cheering everyone on on Facebook. Uh, When I posted the picture of the four of us starting the race, everyone was cheering Tom on. It's really fun. Um, We completed our first leg of the uh, Craw Challenge, which was the I don't remember what it stands for. The race around the world. <laughs> Each team yep. completed 2,500 miles on the virtual course. Uh, and so we're heading into the next leg or the next region uh, with a team. Um, and you'll hear more about that at some point. Uh, just a couple shout outs we have for Catcher for our new logo. Did everyone love our new logo? Uh, we dropped that a couple weeks ago as well. Uh, we had Megan who did her virtual Marine Corps marathon this past weekend. Uh, we had Vicky who did a virtual half this past weekend also and tagged us in her, uh, run. Um, and that's what we've got this week. I know I missed a ton. I didn't have a lot of time to go through comments, uh, right before this to add them to our, uh, show notes, and I am so sorry. I know that Greg's always out there. Raf's always out there. Everyone's always out there killing it. We love you guys. Uh, and when work's not so busy, I will make sure I go through <laughs> all of the comments. But keep tagging us. Keep sharing. Uh, we are always restoring everything you, you guys did and cheering you on. So just know that we are still following and still loving everything you guys are doing. You guys inspire us every single week. Ready for our main topic? Sounds good. Gosh. Okay. So this, I guess, when this is released, um, we will be heading into Halloween. Ooh. Spooky. <laughs> that was totally by accident. We both wow. did not play. <laughs> that was so weird. <laughs> so our topic for this week is Halloween races and running in costumes. Um, I know a lot of us met or have run Disney races, and a lot of those races are done in costume. So we decided, hey, why not for Halloween? Let's talk about running in costume or or some of our favorite Halloween-themed races. 
Yeah, I love this. Um, yeah. I love running in costume. I'm a big fan of running in costume. Um, some people may not say it's it's officially in costume, but even if I'm just doing a random local race, I always like to rock a sparkle skirt and like matching tanks with people. Um, but I do love getting full blown dressed up in a costume for for a race. And I know um, I don't know if Tom actually likes it, but he always does it with me. Um, I mean, I like it like at, at my fitness level, this is not self deprecating, but I'm going to be miserable anyway. <laughs> and and sometimes I like to be comfortable. So I like to just wear regular running clothing, but no, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll dress up. Absolutely. Why not have fun with it? I agree. I mean, I would say that my first what like two years of running i ran every single race in a tutu <laughs> not like a sparkle skirt like a full tutu that i handmade with like the tool and everything yep. always see our chafing episode <laughs> yes <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all different like ever, whatever color i wanted to wear i themed it i matched i made matching outfits with friends and made tutus for everyone and it was so much fun but that was like when the color runs were really big and everything mm -hmm. so i'd make a big white one so that it would get all colored um and from there i moved into sparkle athletic and i don't do costumes quite as often as i do this like full matching outfits or theme outfits so I do a lot of like St. Patrick's Day, like like from head to toe, like the knee high, like leprechaun socks with like the the um, themed skirt and a themed shirt and the little headband and pretty much mm -hmm. the stickers on your face, like everything all decked out. Uh, I think the only costume costume I've ever done was with Team Shenanigans. We did... The aliens from Toy Story as like a group costume. Mm -hmm. And then I did Stitch with uh, Brittany um, and Susanna. We did the Lilo and Stitch theme. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. We've done a ton of, I think the first time I got Tom to actually run in costume was a local Halloween 5K here that's up in habit of grace it was like your second race of all time that was the race we were on our way to and you thought it was going to take you 30 minutes <laughs> and so we were dressed up as anna Poor in Tom. olaf <gasps> oh, and he had so a cute. huge olaf head <laughs> and he kept it on the entire race so the one thing is oh, as uncomfortable as things are like i'll shred things like if i wear gloves and i decide the gloves are too hot i'll just take them off and i'll toss them tom is committed to the bit he wore this huge olaf head for all three miles oh my gosh that's hilarious Aaron, Aaron, there were children there and i'm not going to break character <laughs> those children oh my god well like do you remember to, um uh, shamrock you had um Bill, who is the leprechaun, same kind of thing where you have the children, you can't break character, so he has to be a leprechaun the whole time. You have to the be Olaf time. the whole time. The whole time. It's so sweaty. Oh it's it it disgusting. But I've done a ton of costumes. I've done Lilo and I had like a stitch backpack. I've done multiple princesses for for Disney runs. Tom and I, um, on a couple different occasions, did DuckTales or 
um, Darkwing Duck. So there was one race where I was Darkwing and Tom was Gizmo Duck. <laughs> That's we probably did, my favorite. Yeah, that one was really good. We did um, a huge DuckTales group costume um, and we themed it to the new DuckTales. So I was Della Duck and no one knew who Tom was. So funny, <laughs> funny story. Um, so the new DuckTales, one of the characters' names, oh my Lord, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Duke Baloney. Duke Baloney. Mm-hmm. I dress as this this character who looks exactly like Mr. Smee. Yeah, that's who I thought you were. Yeah, that's who everybody thought I was. <laughs> so, so, you know, one thing about dressing in costume, I love the more obscure kind of one-offs. Like, but people need to know who that person is because yeah. people just thought I was Smee the entire time, which is <laughs> yeah, know, that not, was a lesson flattering. learned. There's like a fine line between like getting an obscure character and getting not being recognized at all or having too many people ask. Like I did kind of like Della Duck is an obscure character. That's like Huey Dewey Louie's mom. Oh yeah. And people got it, but not everyone got it. So it was still yeah. cool. Like people like if people knew they like freaked out. They got out. it. Yeah. 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 And I even she has like a metal leg. So I bought for one of my shoes. They sell these rain boots that you just like put on on top of your running shoes. So I did like a silver one of those and did a silver calf sleeve. So uh, it looked like I had like a metal leg. Cool. Um, uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So we get really into it, especially at Disney, but even for like our local races, we'll sometimes decide to randomly, randomly do a costume. Yeah. I don't know. I, like I said, I do lots of outfits, but I don't do a ton of costumes. Although one of my very favorite costumes, which I was not a part of because they did it um, the year I, we were the aliens. I I want to say it was the year we did the aliens um, team shenanigans did a ton of the group costumes. And one of my favorite costumes was they were cone alley. <laughs> Do you remember yes. that where they all had like cones on their heads and they um, or like were all orange. And then there was a couple of people who had like constructions and um, vests and hard hats and they were like construction people. And they all like said, Bob's um, what? Yes. Um, the, people who put out the barricades thank you bob's barricades um so they put that on the back of their shirts and they ran as cones uh if you're not familiar with disney cone alley is famous uh it's like you come out of magic kingdom and there is just this like as tightly packed as you possibly can get two lane road yeah just cones after cones after cones after cones for like and it's just famous in that in, in the run disney races as conally yeah. it's a choke point it's yeah it's really dangerous because i remember it the is. first time i ever went into it i'm like this is terrible yeah you go from really wide to all of a sudden being all put into like this little alley yeah. that's like really yeah. very narrow and you can't like there's just cones for well it's a two-lane road with no shoulders and one side has to be able to be driven on for emergencies but they have enough cones so that the runners don't cross over. So it's not like blocking cars from coming over. It's yeah. blocking the runners like from the, going the, over. The cones so, are touching each other. Yeah, so because they just... don't want people crossing over. So it's not like normal cone layout. It is like yeah. 10 it's times the funny. amount of cones. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we love running in costume. I think um, there at the Disney races, there are a few people that are just like famous – Famous for their costumes. I know 
Uh, Not Real Runners podcast. They are huge into costumes. So John Beal and Sarah Lupian, they're on all the social medias. Um, but their costumes, I've never seen anything like it. They do full-blown insane costumes where a lot of times my costumes are costumes but they're still like running costumes yeah yeah like like sarah lupian for one of the races dressed up like stinky pete from toy story 2 in like a box like john uh like john beale for a couple of the races he's done like a full-blown nautilus um he's done um I'm just trying to think. A, a Nautilus like being attacked by an octopus, <laughs> like all kinds of crazy stuff where yeah. it's just insane. I know they were the the villain toys one year from Toy Story. So she was that thing with like the long legs um, that was like a construction, you know, where they yeah. put Barbie uh, legs on it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was the baby with the tentacles. Oh, my yeah. God. For one of the races. So, like, some people get very, very into it. I'm not as creative. Mine's very much off off the shelf. I think but- that's sort of my problem is that I'm not super creative. So I see these amazing costumes. And I'm like, I wish I could figure out how to do that. That's why I'm, like, a tutu girl because I can make a tutu pretty easily. Um, but, yeah, I'm not, I'm not super creative enough. So the other race that I know of, real quick, that does crazy costumes, which I think you're doing the 10K virtually. Mm-hmm. The Wicked 10K in Virginia Beach is famous for yeah. their costuming. I mean, people like have group costumes with like themes where like they like will run as like a train, like literally where they're all connected together because I think Brittany had sent us something with like a caterpillar or something it was like a whole segment of people like they were all running like together um the the witch costumes like people get super into that race so speaking of halloween and halloween theming um that's a big one i know yeah those Um, races where people are connected or those costumes where people are connected are out of control i saw someone on a disney course they were in like a cardboard canoe oh and my it was god pocahontas john smith and like miko in oh the my middle god. Oh, man. i died i died that is yeah. insane yeah that is insane <laughs> yeah but um they're really fun i know uh there's not an official because everything's canceled not an official halloween race here locally this year we always try and do some type of halloween race although last year i guess we were at wine and dine but Charm City Run is doing kind of an unofficial since Halloween's on a Saturday this year, like a fun run in the morning, and they're doing a costume contest. So we're we're deciding on what we want to do for that. If we want to do something new, or if we want to break out one of our our old costumes for that. Yeah. Hmm. I know, guys. If you haven't noticed that there has been no input from Michael, <laughs> and I know that this will be completely shocking to everybody who listens michael has never run in a costume and has pretty much told me that that's probably not gonna happen i don't think i've even ever run in matching outfits it's going to happen that's not gonna happen we're going to have a will run for costume at some point in disney and it's gonna happen no it's It's not gonna happen happen. get ready listeners we're gonna we're gonna come up with something unless my costume involves clothes no you're like one of those people that will wear like a this is my costume (laughs) t-shirt or something like that so (laughs) let me ask you a question um because down in disney you've done disney races i've done two marathons yeah okay oh i did one 5k actually yeah you did three marathons oh sorry i did three (laughs) 
like what would you wear in a Disney race? My like running clothes. Regular clothes? Yeah. Nothing themed to Disney or no. nothing at all. He's got these well, the one year we... where he's shirtless. <laughs> yeah, remember last year? Yeah, I last year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, last year. I mean, I didn't either. I had a stitch shirt on with uh, like my uh, uh, Hawaiian yeah, I skirt, about that. Yeah. and I like it was too hot that I couldn't even Just wear that. Indecent. It was very indecent. Yeah. It was also like eighty-seven. It was degrees. also really black. It like was red, black, red flag, whatever flag color that's supposed hey, to be. Hey, look, I was, I was, uh. I felt bad for like Belle and Jasmine because I mean, oh, it was like running, dripping sweat, like I had just gotten out of a shower and probably smelled like urine, as we know. Well, so we'll run for, we'll have to come up with some kind of. We can co- You know, it's a great running costume. And we'll dressing have to up get as a runner. Michael <laughs> to join in. It's lame. It's no fun. We'll have to get our listeners to suggest something for Michael to wear. I would wear like a 70s runner costume. Uh, speaking of our listeners, what do we got from them? We so put we, out there and asked everyone. Yeah, we got a bunch of feedback um, on either costumes or Halloween races. So um, Jen, she says that the Devil's Chase in Salem, Massachusetts, it's fun. It's a 6.66 mile race that encourages devil costumes and then you can head into Salem afterwards. I want to do that. That We're seems doing that. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. love that. Although when we went to Salem, I guess that was last year, a couple of years ago, we went in September and we were talking to some of the locals at the bar and stuff. And they were saying, you can't even go to that city in October at all. It's just overrun. Yeah. I imagine. It's, imagine. Yeah, between, Same thing with Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. yeah I, would, I would think both of those towns are like ridiculous. Uh, Ryan runs Disney. He's never run a Halloween themed race unless you count wine and dine, which is technically after Halloween. And, but he has run in plenty of costumes. Favorites probably as a magic band. Donald oh yeah, Duck, that was a good one. And Panchito from Three Caballeros. Oh, so fun. Let's see. Uh, Kathy Breslin. She's planning on a half marathon with my friends. It's not an official race, just something to keep a distance. Got some Halloween leggings and a shirt. See? Simple. See, that's fun. Yeah. Like, fun. do your own costume. Like, it yeah. doesn't have to be insane or It doesn't elaborate. have to be, yeah, yeah. Just make it fun. Exactly. And then speaking of the Wicked 10K, <laughs> our friends Chris um, and Lisa Chiak, um, they ran the Wicked 10K, which is in Virginia Beach, um, with Chris's sister, Katerina. Um, Katerina, come on. Kate? Katie. Katie. <laughs> Wants to be known as Katerina now. It's a thing. Katerina sounds more exotic. <laughs> which he shared that picture on uh, our Instagram, and I restoried it. So if you missed it, I'll have to restory it again. It was an amazing costume. True, it was. And then Lisa tells a story from the the 10K where um, basically they were running from the convention center to the ocean and passed not one but two slinky dog pairs. So people dressed up as slinky dog. Oh, that's fun. um, Meaning two runners, one is the head and one is the tail. The second pair was all stretched out and the head was saying things like, come on, you got this. While the butt was saying, I'm so exhausted, I can't. (laughs) Um, and so Lisa mentioned that they were barely a mile into the race and this, and this poor couple was tethered together 
in full body costumes <laughs> with vastly different athletic capabilities. I'm actually oh imagining doing this with Michael right now, like a dull costume uh, where I'd have to be tethered to him. That's my nightmare. That's why I don't run with anybody because Diana, I'd be like, just go. And she's like, no, we're literally attached. Like, oh, gosh. So it kind of makes me think. Um, what is that movie? Never been kissed. You know that movie yeah. with Drew uh-huh. Barrymore, and they show up at the prom and their DNA, and they're all tethered together. Oh my god! Like I'd like to see that at a race. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Let's see. Ellen J. They did. Oh, it's a Lisa. Glow- That's Lisa Rose. Oh, okay. They did a glow in the dark 5K in Cape May. A uh, few years ago. Ooh, that sounds fun. I love Kate May. And Jennifer Hall, she says that she missed Rock and Roll LA Halloween half. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on with Rock and Roll. Like, are they going to I think she's supposed to say I miss I'm that she misses it, right? Yeah. That like she she's done it. it. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder if those are coming back or not. Yeah, I don't um, know. But that one's supposed to be insane. There are a lot of insane photos from that yeah. race of crazy costumes and things like that. Um, she says there are zombies on the course, and she likes dressing in the scariest costume ever, the balloon ladies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Run, Eat, Drink podcast. Amy said, um, I really want to run a Halloween race. We dressed up for the Avengers half in Disneyland as Captain America and Black Widow. That's cool. Ooh, I love um, that. And then I have one more that from Anna runs on coffee. Uh, she did the Monster Dash. It's the only Halloween race she's ever done. It was a week after Chicago and her body never recovered, but it was still fun. And then she sent us a picture of her all dressed up. And then she also said that her favorite costume was Princess Anna because the little girls watching the race got really excited as she ran by. Aww. <laughs> That's so cute. Uh, and then she ran past Kristoff, Anna, and Elsa. Uh, they were behind Cinderella's castle and they started calling out her name and waving at her. So cute. <laughs> so, oh, man. The, the costumes are so fun. And I do. They should bring back that Avengers half. I love that race. Yeah. I, I was Baymax because he's technically a Marvel character for that mm-hmm. race. And I had a shirt that said, I am not fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's adorable. Pretty cute. pretty cute. Adorable. Yeah. So, yeah, we just wanted a, an excuse to talk about something light and something fun, like Halloween races and mm-hmm. get some inspiration. And I know when this episode drops, there's not going to be a ton of time, but hopefully you guys can find a fun Halloween race in your area or just run around your neighborhood in costume. I fully support that. Yes, I do too. We had the girl, Melissa, who had sent us a message and she had dressed up and she had full mini ears on and her and her friend Erica. That's really fun. Just just make it your own. Go out there and and do your own thing and and encourage Michael to go do that too. Yeah. I'm probably going to do that. Uh, anybody got anything else on costumes? Halloween races? I mean, I just, I, I think they're fun. I think it just makes the whole experience, you know, more entertaining. And I love the creativity. So, yeah, I, I always say for, for every one or two serious races, you got to throw a fun costume race. Yep. Yeah. Costume race in there. I agree. All right, we're going to 
go over the poll results real quick from the pumpkin tussle. Uh, it was a cl- really close one. This is the closest poll we've ever had, where uh, on IG we had 54% were sided with Tom that pumpkin spice is not everything. Uh, and 46 that agreed with me. But 71 on Facebook said yes, and 29 said no. Uh, overall, I lost. 48.5, because I was very precise this time, agreed that pumpkin spice is everything nice. Well, 51.5 agreed with Tom. Uh, We had Kate who said, oh, man, I'm all about pumpkin spice. As a matter of fact, she voted three times for pumpkin spice (laughs) in three different locations. That's how much she loves it. Only vote once. (laughs) I only counted her once. Everyone hears me talk about my favorite iced coffee with two pumps pumpkin, two pumps classic, and a splash of cream. So good. Uh, Vicky said she's more of a fan of the apple cider and apples. I love pumpkin as much as the next person, but she's all about the apples. So she's with Tom. Mm. Uh, Matt Frumpa says that how can you call something pumpkin spice if it has no pumpkin? It has pumpkin now. Uh, But bring on the pumpkin pie. Amen to that. I agree with that. (laughs) Uh, Nicole said that she is hashtag basic. So (laughs) was she sure we know her feelings? (laughs) And Mark said no, but he qualified it saying that there's lots of amazing amazing things that are pumpkin spice. But so he's not a hater, uh, but is not all things nice (laughs) and not necessary. On everything. He also said he had a man crush on Tom when he was drinking his Starbucks caramel apple spice. It's so good. Who doesn't? <laughs> Have a you, man yeah. crush on uh, Tom? That's Everyone true. has a man crush on Tom. Tom, you were really excited about that caramel apple spice you got. <laughs> like, I, I go through the Starbucks to get Diana like a, a medicine ball when she wasn't feeling good. And I was like, do you have hot, hot apple cider? And the guy's like, no. I'm like, wah, wah. <laughs> He's like, but we have caramel apple spice and I'm like, (laughs) all right. And so I'll be drinking that for the next three months. There you go. Uh, That's funny. (laughs) (laughs) So you found Tom's seasonal drink. Yes. There it is. That's Tom's new seasonal drink. (laughs) All right. Well, we're going to revive a little game that we played on our second live show, right? I think so. So if you've heard that, so hard. (laughs) if you've heard that, it's the letterboxed game. Uh, this letterbox game is brought to you by Bat and Spider Podcast, since it's Halloween related, uh, for nice. all your low budget horror needs. Um, so I have nine Halloween related films slash horror films, uh, three letterbox. If you know what letterbox is, it is a uh, movie review social media site. It's very good. Um, good fun place to go. So. I'm going to be so bad at this because I don't watch scary movies. Like, uh, I I mixed it up. It's Halloween. I, I don't want to say it's strictly scary. It's Halloween related. So Spo- Spoiler alert. That's what she says. And then she's going to be so good at this. <laughs> well, I'm going to be re- terrible. Do we recall the last game? Jared and his feet. I mean, come on. <laughs> oh, God. So there's uh, nine movies, three reviews each. Uh, each of you will get three movies. Um... Uh, Tom, you can start. Pick a number between one and nine. Seven. All right. Your first clue is, forgot I knew about the twists, so it was actually a twist for me. God, I'm dumb. 
have a guess. I have a guess. Oh, wait, it's Tom. So that would immediately, if it's a twist, that would immediately tell me it's something to do with M. Night Shyamalan. So I'm going to say signs. No, no. You're is sick. it Saul? What? No, you got to wait. He's, he's it's got... All, this is all Tom. Tom gets all three. We're just going to go each person this time. So your second one. Underwear guy was freaky, LOL. <laughs> Underwear guy I was freaky? I think I know what that one is, too. <laughs> a twist. With, it's the same movie. Same movie. Yeah, same movie. It's a twist with an underwear guy. <laughs> underwear guy. <laughs> and this is like a scary Halloween-y? Halloween related. Uh, you know, in that g- genre. G- give, me, give me the third one. All right, third one. LOL, ghosts ain't real, kid. Get over yourself. (laughs) Ghosts ain't real, kid. Get over yourself. I can't believe you're so close. Oh, my God. So close. I know, right? So, so close. Oh, God. Um, uh, (laughs) I see dead people. Um, Yeah, six six cents. Yes, you got it. Six cents. (laughs) All right. So one point for Tom. Somebody remember that. All right, Aaron, you're up next. Oh, Pick gosh. a number between one and nine, except for seven. <laughs> oh, good. We're supposed to remember all the numbers that we uh, You know what? I'll just go. I'll start from there and go. Okay, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, I'm giving this a very low rating to get back at Jessica for giving Ladybird three stars instead of five. Have a nice day. <laughs> First, I get Jared and his feet, and now I get Jessica. Poor Jessica. Uh, do you have a guess? That is not helpful in any way, shape, or form. Okay. Uh, second clue. I saw this movie. <laughs> what the? Wow. He's doing this to you on purpose. He's, no. to- he's uh, totally trolling me. No, obviously I don't have a guess. You don't have a guess. Oh my god! Oh no, we got to cut off our feet. Pp poo poo. <laughs> I got it. I got it too. Think of all. Here's the clues. Well, forget the first one. <laughs> I saw this movie. Oh no, we got to cut off our feet. Pp poo poo. Saw? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I just okay, whatever. That first one was no help. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. Oh my god! All right, I Diana, here you go. This movie. Oh god! My gosh, people. Blank walked so Get Out could run. Blank, obviously, being the name of the movie. <laughs> I don't know. All right, this next one is in all caps. I will not yell at you. Invented gothic horror and romance. Gothic horror and romance? <laughs> Dracula? No, your final clue. Disney really had a character hang themselves in the first two minutes, and as kids, we just went with it. Oh, my God. I don't know. The Haunted Mansion? That's it. The Haunted <laughs> Mansion. <laughs> uh, it's true. We just started watching the beginning of that. Yeah, yeah. All right, Tom, your second one. You're up. So everybody's got my, one point, right? Yes. My first guess was going to be Blade. Blade. And I don't know why my mind went there. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Tom has some good ones this time. Your gothic porn magic spell did not work on me this time. Nope. Okay. Anti-landlord witches is an amazing concept, but too bad this film is just landlord propaganda. Christopher Walken is great, however. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
trying to think of what Christopher Walken's been in. That could be in what landlord propaganda film he was in. Yeah. Isn't um is this Sleepy Hollow? Yes. We wow. just watched that. Wow. <laughs> Nailed it. Oh, that was awesome. Oh, holy great. crap. That was good. Oh because of Christopher Walken. Yeah. Specifically, but then there's like the the land. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, the next clue involved Christina Ricci and Johnny Depp and how young she is and how creepy it is. Um, so <laughs> I've actually never seen the movie, so I wouldn't have I liked that it. one. I, I, well, <laughs> oh, I thought yeah. I liked it way back when I saw it. Um, I liked it. It's on Netflix. Yeah. So you're up next. Tom has three points now. All right, here we three. go. Three? Yeah. Because he got that one in the second oh. clue. Okay, okay. God bless editing. Wait, sorry. God bless editing. So nowadays... We wouldn't have to watch blank walk across the whole dang ballroom floor for like an entire millennia. I attended three New Year's Eve parties in the time that took him. Wow. Three New Year's Eve parties. That's impressive. Who I walks have a, I, I have a across guess. a ballroom? This is so infuriating because as soon as you hear the answer, you're like, oh, of course. All right. You want your second clue? Sure. Tchaikovsky just came in here and he says he wants his composition of Swan Lake back. <laughs> this sheet is boring. Sheet two E's. Actually, four E's on this one. Casper? I don't know. It's not Casper. <laughs> no, it's a ghost. I'm think, trying to think of ghosts. <laughs> All right. Do you want your final clue? I guess. All right. This, this one says, in my best Transylvania accent. So I will do it in my best Transylvania accent. I'm sad to say this sucks. <laughs> Dracula. Which one? Which one? I don't know. There's so many. Pick one. Transylvania. No. I just I don't know. No, I really don't know which Dra- Dracula. I don't. I don't. Let's say Keanu. <laughs> Keanu. No. You not know that Dracula? I do, but I like don't think that's the one because I know that one. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a ballroom scene though that I, I don't know if I've seen this specific one. Well, I it hope takes, it's Dracula dead and loving it. It's Dracula in 1931, the original. Oh, mm-hmm. we just watched that. The whole the whole score is Chekhov. Yes, yeah. Oh, I don't know that I've ever seen the original. Uh, we were gonna watch it. I think it's on Peacock. All right, Dinah, you're up. I guess I can't be trusted or don't have a soul, according to some of the reviews on here. Honestly, I can't believe I watched and liked this propaganda as a kid awful <laughs> i don't know what the propaganda was <laughs> there's a lot of something that they watched as a kid yes et no so second one is remembered this being very very different turns out i got it confused with the simpsons treehouse of horror <laughs> <laughs> oh god i'm trying to think of like an animated one um oh Charlie Brown. It's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Wow. Good pull. That was a good one. All right, Tom. You can hold on to your lead or you can uh, get your lead back since you were both tied at three. One of the most abominable movies I've laid eyes on made my wife happy. I watched it with her. So that's a win. But my gosh, it was painstaking to pretend to enjoy this filth. What a travesty of a movie. <laughs> is it Harry and the Hendersons? It is not Harry and what? Hendersons. 
A movie. Terrible guess. He said abominable. <laughs> a movie and so that is a good guess though with the abominable in there. A movie so bad it makes me mad. This might be my least favorite movie of all time now. How is this a Halloween staple? Focus, focus. Yes, yes, you got it. How the hell did you get that? Because <laughs> it's it's a it 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 is a Halloween staple, and it's something that a wife would like, but a husband would hate. <laughs> ah, true. The Maybe third, they'll like that movie. The third clue was, haha, it's a good movie because it's filled with virgin shaming and ugly oh, makeup and production that designs. One, that one I went at, virgin, the virgin shaming. There was a lot of those. I only went with one of them. Which uh, <laughs> is hilarious because I actually have a friend who is just, just talking about how she didn't remember how much they talk about virgins. Oh, wow. And she watched it with her daughter and her daughter kept saying, what's a virgin? Oh, what's boy. a virgin? Why do they keep talking about virgins? All right. All right. We got two more to go. Two more to go. Okay. The Goonies, ugly, unpleasant, charmless cousin, having seen neither film in my childhood and therefore through any nostalgia tenant lenses, one has aged well and the other has not. A shame. As oh. the concept should be so easy to get right and could do with a remake by someone who understands humor, character, and children. I think it's what we just watched. We don't watch. I don't watch enough Halloween movies or indoor scary yeah, that's movies. That's the problem. I think this one doesn't hold up very well. Probably not. I'm guessing. No guess. No guess. All I, right. I really don't watch Halloween movies. I wish Dracula won. These kids suck. <laughs> yep, I know exactly what it is. Yeah, me too. <laughs> we just watched it. Well, should I go on to Tom's Facebook and see what he tacked? <laughs> Third one. Yeah, keep going. A very stereotypical 80s kids film where a gang of four misfit nerd boys save the day. At least it's short for a feature. You, it might be before your time. You may have never actually watched it's it. It's one of my favorites. It's one of Tom's favorites. Oh, is it? I have no idea. I really don't watch enough horror slash yeah, it's, Halloween it's a movies. Kids, yeah, it's a kids movie. It's Monster Squad. Oh, oh I love oh. it. It doesn't. It doesn't age well. I have, <laughs> I have definitely never. I don't even doesn't age well. I don't even know if I've heard of it. All right, here we are. The <laughs> final, final one. Uh, Tom, you're at what five points? You got you got on the second clue that last one. So I thought that we were. Why isn't it Diana's turn? Yeah, it's her final one. Oh, That's okay. what I'm saying. This is I the final one. Tom's. No, no, no. I'm saying he's at five points. So oh. she needs to get. Uh, if she can get it on the first one, she would win. Mm. Should have known he was a psychopath as soon as Blank sees him eating and enjoying candy corn. Or candy corn in this case. <laughs> it was in parentheses. I don't know why. I assumed it was meant to be said that way. <laughs> I can't even think of any movie where someone's eating candy corn. Oh, yeah. There's no um, more movies left. <laughs> I don't know. I can't get in the first one. Uh, did Blank really just show a toilet flushing? That sick little pervert creep. I have no idea what movie <laughs> this is. Is my sister dead? Well, yes, but also no. Old movie, bad. <laughs> oh, gosh. I have no idea. It's psycho. <laughs> Apparently, there's a flushing toilet in it. There is, is. Yeah, apparently that was like some groundbreaking thing. 
Oh god! I know there's like the like the blood going down the drain of the shower. Yeah, but apparently scene. there's a flushing toilet scene also. Nope. Tom right. wins. Uh, Tom won the uh, second. That is the letter Second letterbox to game. Wow. That's pretty good. Oh, will never happen again. <laughs> I just don't ever watch scary movies so and or Halloween themed movies. I've just never been into them. Uh, I thought the reviews this time at least gave little hints to the yes, movie. Yes, I for, agree. For the most they were part. better like, this time. Yeah. They were the, better this time. Well, except for the, the first clue. Oh, well, the yeah, very first clue yeah, about yeah, Jessica. Yeah. yeah. Well, there was that one, but it was funny. So, <laughs> all right, all right, guys, switching gears. Tell me something good. Um, I'm gonna go with everybody should be watching the new season of the Great British Baking Show. Just a wonderful, wonderful show. Just everybody's happy, everybody's good to each other. Just the Great British Baking Show is just wonderful. I agree with that. Can I just steal that? <laughs> I just realized I didn't fill in anything. I know. I was just looking. It was like Aaron hadn't write like, anything. Huh, I didn't do my homework this week. <laughs> Go on, Diana. Oh, um, so my something good this week is the 80s classic Teen Witch, mm. which Tom had never seen, had several questions throughout the film, including, is this a musical? <laughs> My response was, it's all things. <laughs> <laughs> Everything that could be in a movie is in a movie, including a rap battle. It's the most Ooh. ridiculous thing I've ever seen. It is the most 80s thing. It's at the most eight. It's it's the most quintessential 80s movie I've ever seen. Like it's got the stereotypical 80s fashion. Oh my you know, like God. when you watch Breakfast Club, you're like, yeah. oh, that's how kids yep. in the 80s actually dress. They don't dress like we do when we go to like a leg warmers concert. <laughs> like in this movie, they're all dressed like they're at a leg warmers concert. Oh my God. Like an 80s cover band concert. That's amazing. Like side ponytails, crinoline skirts. Um, there's magic. There's love potions. Um, there's rap in the hallways yeah aggressive rap there's a song about um top that well that's the rap battle okay um there's a song that the cheerleaders sing in the um locker room for no reason are they singing are they lip singing are they rehearsing a new cheer no one knows so watch it it's on hbo enjoy awesome so my favorite my something good this week, kind of in the theme of movies, are the Universal Monster movies, the classics. So every year, as a tradition, me and Diana um, watch them all, from Dracula to Wolfman to The Invisible Man. Our favorite is um, Creature of the Black Lagoon. So good. But, you know, Frankenstein, just all of the classic monster movies that, whether or not they hold up, there's... They're like, you know, they're nostalgic. They just put you in the Halloween mood. So check them out. All right. I mean, I guess I can just say, can I, can I use Halloween candy? I know you already used like that you're running for pumpkin or the, the Halloween candy pumpkin things, but I've been eating a ton of candy because my office right now is full of candy. And so that's my something good. I'm filling my belly with candy. Yum. Yeah, sounds, sounds delicious. Good. I'm not running for it since I'm not actually running. It's just That's my okay. something good. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. All right, so 
just to close us out, um, first, thank you everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. Please continue to tag us on social media. Um, you know, you can always email us at will run for podcast at gmail.com. We will have new episodes every other Monday. And in between, we will have our inside the runner studio. Um, please uh, sub- subscribe, leave five star reviews with comment. Um, yeah, that's it. So this is Tom. And for Aaron, Michael and Diana, we will see you later. Bye. 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 Oh wait, uh, one one thing oh. before we before we move on. Yep. Um, Laura had the comment of the day um, on one of our videos. Oh when, really? Oh yeah. When when Diana. Um, oh god, uh, I she this. liked it when Diana said, "My body is cranky after the race." It was cranky. That was like, the at the end. I wasn't emotionally cranky, but <laughs> my body was like, "Oh, you haven't done this in a while." Also, do you ever just see yourself on video and they're just horrified <laughs> with how you look? Like, cause that happened to me because I, I'm so used to seeing myself in like all black and from the front and looking a bit slimmer. And then I saw myself on video from the side and I was like, I look like Mike Wazowski. I'm like a big circle with like these little legs coming out of it. Oh so gosh. I was like, I've got, I've got to do something. So I've also been dieting this week. <laughs> Oh gosh. I was like, this is horrifying. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um